0: and dudettes. Welcome back. This is episode 133, 133 of The Anxious Truth. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming back. As always, today we're going to talk about trusting your gut. We're really going to talk about why trusting your gut is not good advice, even though we hear it everywhere. If you're dealing with an anxiety disorder and you're trying to solve that problem, trusting your gut is terrible advice and it's not something that we should be doing. Before we start talking about that, you know what I have to do The book is called The Anxious Truth, A Step-by-Step Guide to Understanding and Overcoming Panic, Anxiety, and Agoraphobia. It is 70,000 words, 400 printed pages of detailed instructions on how to overcome an anxiety disorder. And I'm not ashamed to say I am super proud that I actually wrote that book. It appears to be helping quite a few people. If you're looking for that sort of guidance, everything you've ever heard me say in a podcast or on social media, just laid out sequentially and in much more detail as if you're taking a course on how to recover from an anxiety disorder, then check out the book. It's at the anxioustruth.com slash recovery guide. Check it out. And as always, I'm going to ask if you already have it. Thank you very much. And if you're loving it, if you're using it, if it's helping you, maybe write me a review on Amazon because it helps other people find the book too, and I would appreciate that. Okay, now that that is done, and I appreciate you guys putting up with me as I do that almost every week, I do appreciate it. Let's get on to the topic at hand, and the topic today is trusting your gut. What kind of advice is trust your gut? Let me tell you how this became a podcast episode this past week on my Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, I am at the.anxious.truth over there. Come on down. Everybody's welcome. But on my Instagram, I did an ask me anything in my Instagram story. I don't remember what day it was. And I spent most of the day answering questions on Instagram. One of the questions that came up was a long-term listener who said, what about trust your gut? Everybody tells me to trust my gut. Is that distorted with anxiety? It is very confusing. That is an excellent question, and it leads to this podcast episode that you're listening to right now. So here's the deal. Trust your gut is something that we have all said in conversation with friends, family, acquaintances, coworkers. We've had people say it to us in those conversations. "Eh, I don't know. I don't know if I should really, you know, should I go to Hawaii on vacation or should I go here? Should I have tacos for dinner or pizza for dinner? And somebody invariably will throw into the conversation. Well, what is your gut telling you to do? So it's something we're all familiar with. Trust your gut. It's also seen quite a bit online on the internet in mental health circles, self-help circles, personal growth and development circles. We will hear words like trust your gut, phrases like trust your gut, go with your gut, or the word intuition. It's you got to go with that intuition. Some people are really heavily invested in the idea of their intuition. What is my intuition telling me to do? What is my gut telling me to do? And so we are told all the time in our lives to follow our guts. What is your gut telling you to do? Or to follow your intuition, especially in circles where that is kind of a popular topic, you know, that's sort of a little bit more spiritual. Like, what is your, in, your intuition is telling you something? Okay, maybe if you are dealing with just regular life advice, relationships, you have decisions to make, which we all do all the time, just welcome to being alive. Sometimes trusting your gut or using your intuition, intuition that sort of advice, is, if nothing else, a way to get us unstuck. So if you're stuck in an indecisive state, the idea that you should trust your gut or go with your intuition may help you get unstuck and actually make a decision. So there's nothing inherently wrong with that. However, if you are listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you or someone that you love is dealing with a real anxiety disorder, something like panic disorder or agoraphobia, health anxiety, OCD, especially those two, when we are dealing with these disorders that I am always addressing, the advice to trust your gut or go with your intuition is not good advice. It's actually kind of terrible advice. And nobody means to give you bad advice, I'm sure. This just goes back to something that I've talked about quite often, which is that most people don't understand that there is a very big difference between anxiety and anxiety disorders. So when you are dealing with disordered anxiety, which if you're listening to me or generally listen to me, you probably are. That is a whole different ballgame. So people that give you advice on how to deal with anxiety and they use things like intuition or trust your gut are not really, they're not understanding what problem you're trying to solve. In the problem of an anxiety disorder, we are dealing with irrational fear, real fear. So if you are afraid of your anxiety symptoms, of your thoughts, of obsessive thoughts, of intrusive thoughts, fears about your health that are obsessive and intrusive and consistent all the time. That's real fear. You truly are afraid, you are uncomfortable, and you do feel unsafe and unvulnerable. That is true. However, the basis for it is not true. So what I always say, going all the way back to very early podcast episodes, one of the, the foundational concepts of recovery from these disorders is that the fear is real, but the danger is not right? The fear is real. The danger is not. So if you think about it in those terms, when your gut or your intuition is constantly telling you that you are in danger, that you are vulnerable, and that you are unsafe, you do really feel those things. However, there's no real basis underneath them. And in most of these cases, let's say panic disorder and agoraphobia, for instance, the danger that you now, what you have called danger, is feeling afraid itself. You have become afraid to be afraid. The danger is the fear itself. It begins to drive itself. You worry about the next panic symptoms. You worry about the next intrusive thought. You worry about the next health scare that you make up in your head. If you have health anxiety, you will, you'll know that. These aren't necessarily real health scares. There are things that you worry about. So you have become driven by a fear of your own body and your own thoughts. Even though there's no real basis for being afraid of those things, you have learned to be afraid of your own body and your own mind. This is what defines the disorders. And in that situation, you are not dealing necessarily in reality. You are dealing with irrational fear. You're being governed by irrational fear. So let's address the gut and the intuition within that context right now. Within the context of being driven and governed and having your behavior driven by a rational fear that is real, though baseless and mistaken, your gut and your intuition are consistently telling you that you are in danger, that something bad is about to happen, that you must engage in specific compulsions or safety behaviors, escape or avoidance behaviors in order to keep yourself safe. However, those things are wrong. That is not true. So no matter how scary your intrusive thought may be, for instance, you do not have to run from it, escape from it or try to, you know, make it never happen again in order to be okay. So if you've listened to the podcast or read the books or you listen to anybody else that talks about the things that I talk about, you've heard this. The way we solve this problem is to go toward the things that we are afraid of and to to learn through experience that we feel afraid, we do nothing to try to save ourselves and oh, we wind up okay anyway. Therefore, this experience teaches the fear center in my brain that I have never actually been in danger, right? So you've heard me say this again and again and again. So when you execute a recovery plan like that and you begin to solve the problem of an anxiety disorder, by definition, you are continually proving that that instinct, that gut feeling, that intuition that you must run, you must avoid, you must escape, you must save yourself has been wrong. So think about that. If your gut feelings, if that feeling inside of you that says run, head home, go back to the car, call your wife or your husband, something, pop a pill, snap a rubber band, get your coloring book, splash cold water on your face, all of those things that your gut, your intuition is telling you to do, don't go to the party, don't go to the supermarket, don't drive the car on the highway, at all costs, do not do that. Your gut is telling you to do that. Your intuition is telling you to do that. And when you solve the problem and you begin to actually live your life again and you do do the things that you're afraid to do right now, what you have learned is that your gut and intuition was wrong all that time. So here's the strange thing. Even though we might say that, generally speaking, in life, when you're not dealing with an anxiety disorder based on a rational fear and, and, and a little bit of a disconnect with reality there, when when in day-to-day life trust your gut, go with your intuition, might be helpful advice. But if you are trying to confront an anxiety disorder, solve the problem, move forward, go forward in recovery, then the idea that you should follow your gut is not good advice. Why? Because your gut, in an anxi- in the case of a disordered anxiety, your gut is consistently wrong at an absolutely epic scale. Like your gut and your intuition is off the rails it's off the map, it's off the reservation, it's gone rogue, it has no idea what it's actually talking about, so you should not be trusting your gut, because every single time, your gut is wrong. So every single time, you feel a pain in your shoulder, and your gut, your, your fear center in your brain extrapolates that to heart attack number 772 that you've never actually had, yet you remain afraid of that heart attack, and you start to take all that evasive action to try and save yourself from it, your gut has been wrong. You it, intu- your intuition is wrong. You should not be trusting it. In fact, here's the hard reality of this: not only should we not be trusting our gut when you're trying to solve the problem of an anxiety disorder, but we are literally trying to learn how to not trust our gut. So, if you're listening to me and and you have said to me whether it's you know in a, in a comment on a social media post in my Facebook group, whatever it is, or even just silently to yourself when you're listening to me. If you have ever said, but Drew, I get that, but that is so hard because it feels so scary. It's hard to not react to my fear because it feels so real. There you go. This is That's exactly it. You want to follow your gut. We are literally learning how to not trust our guts and not follow our intuition, which is counterintuitive. This is what makes this So difficult for people to initially accept in terms of the solution to the problem. They don't want to believe that this is the solution to the problem because it seems like crazy talk initially. It feels so real. It feels dangerous. It feels like I'm going to go insane. Like all of those internal mechanisms, your gut, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, is screaming, get out of here, run, avoid, save yourself, do something. You must get out of this discomfort right now. And you've been following it. And that is what got you into the place that you're in right now if you're trying to get back out of it. So not only can we not trust our guts, because your gut is consistently wrong, like I said, at an absolutely epic level, like it's made a career out of being wrong at this point. When you develop a full-blown anxiety disorder, your intuition has literally made it a full-time job to be absolutely dead wrong all the time, every day. That's just reality. And that that is sometimes hard for people to understand or to even don't don't like when I say stuff like that. I'm not invalidating your intuition or invalidating your humanity or your spirit, but in this case, when you are gripped with disordered anxiety, then your gut, your intuition, is on full-time incorrect mode all the time. So not only should we not be following our guts, I talk all the time about doing the opposite, we're literally learning how to not trust our guts, how to not follow our intuition, to go absolutely against everything that those inner voices are screaming at us to do. That's what makes this so hard to do. Simple plan, hard to execute because it's counterintuitive. You want to listen to your gut. You want to listen to your inner voice. You want to follow it. We are literally learning how to not do that. And it is difficult and it is hard and it takes a lot of hard work and Tenacity and repetition and a systematic approach and all the things that I talk about all the time. But this is why trust your gut is terrible advice. So I'm telling you that if you have been struggling with whatever problem you have, you're agoraphobic, you have OCD, you have health anxiety, whatever it is. If you've been struggling that for a long time, the next time somebody tells you you got to trust your gut on this, you poke them in the eye. Hey, you know what? The crazy dude from New York with the microphone told me that you should shut up because right now my gut does not know right from wrong. It is wrong all the time. So I need to learn to not trust it. Now, when you ultimately solve the problem and you have recovered from your anxiety disorder and you're back to living a, you know, air quotes, normal life, by all means, trust your gut, intuition, those sort of things can be useful in day-to-day life. They are. They are for all of us, even when we don't know we're doing it. Sometimes we just do that stuff sort of automatically and it works out okay. That's how we make some of our decisions, whether they be small decisions or big decisions. So, when you're out of the woods and you're not dealing with disordered anxiety, you've solved the problem, you've recovered, then by all means, trust your gut has a place in your life again. Intuition can have a place in your life again. And even sometimes, and I know this is going to sound confusing, but even when you are in the grips of an anxiety disorder, Sometimes your intuition in terms of a relationship or something along those lines can still be right. But, you know, that's that's really nuanced. So I'm not saying that it's never don't ever follow it, but if your gut or your intuition is continually telling you catastrophe, 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 unsafe, 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 get help, save yourself, avoid, run, that's wrong. That is absolutely wrong, and we have to learn to call it out and ignore it, go against it, not trust our gut literally learn to not trust our gut instead of going with it, going with intuition. Dismiss the intuition. It is is steering you wrong. You know, but if the intuition is like, I don't know, I just met this guy. He seems kind of nice, but something doesn't seem right. Okay. Sometimes it's really hard. We might get confused while we are in the grips of disorder and anxiety. We don't know, like, can I even trust my own decisions here? Can I trust my judgment? Well, You know, until you get further down the road to recovery, sometimes you're just going to have to dismiss intuition. You're going to have to ask for some help. You might have to ask for people who you trust. I don't know. I met this guy, dated him a few times. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't seem right. What do you think? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And again, when you get further out of the woods and, and you're not gripped with agoraphobia, panic disorder, OCD, that sort of stuff anymore, then, you know, your intuition kicks back in again and it might be good and it might be bad. Who knows? And it changes for all of us. But the bottom line here for this podcast episode, and I'm going to wrap it up now because I'm going to try and make these a little shorter, really. I say that all the time, but I'm going to try and keep them between 15 and 20 minutes now going forward. It's just easy for people to digest. But in the end, while you are trying to solve the problem of anxiety, the anxiety disorder that has plagued you for however long it has, you got to forget trust your gut. It's bad advice. In fact, you have to literally learn and work hard to do exactly the opposite of that. So do the opposite, which is something you hear me talk about all the time. Rings no truer than it does in this episode right now. Instead of trusting your gut, you got to do the opposite of that. You cannot trust your gut. You got to prove it wrong again and again and again through experience, because it is in a full time mistake. It's in the full time mistake industry right now, and you got to we got to get past that. So that, in a nutshell, is why trust your gut is not good advice if you're dealing with an anxiety disorder. And why what you literally have to do is learn to do the opposite of that, which is to not trust your gut and not follow your intuition because they are leading you further and further down the hole of the disorder. And there you go. So hopefully this has been helpful. I mean, look, I'm at about 60 minutes. That's not too bad at all. Uh, I'm going to play you out with Ben Drake, as usual, doing Afterglow. You can find Ben at Facebook.com slash Ben Drake Music. And thank you, Ben, for the permission to use this music, the intro and the outro of every episode. And I'm going to ask another favor, as I do at the end of every podcast. If you're listening on iTunes or any platform that lets you rate or review the podcast and you like the podcast, maybe take 30 seconds and either give me five stars or even write a little review. Because when you do that, it helps other people find the podcast. And the reason why I put the time in like I do, it's to try and help as many people as I can. So if you're liking it, rate and review. It helps other people find it. Again, thanks for coming by and hanging out with me. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Yeah, it's in the afterglow It's in the lyrics of the songs we know It's in these feelings that you never show Yeah, you all doing fine it's all around you, you can breathe it in. But this is where your story begins. You got the feeling that you're gonna win. Yeah, y'all do it.